This episode contains adult language, mature situations, retail worker woes, biographical anecdotes, one-letter omissions, and bizarre side characters. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 350, Skull-Faced Book-Selling Honda-san. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review. Some podcasts and varying reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. This is your Jose and saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Yes, we are back for another fun-filled episode of this wonderful, amazing podcast. And I gotta say, hope your 2020 has been as awesome as mine has. It's been pretty good so far. I do note that I'm a little wheezy today. I don't know why. I think I'm starting to get a little bit of cold. Not sure. So if you hear a little bit of wheezing, I do apologize. But you don't want to hear about my medical history or my medical woes. You want to hear about the manga, all the cool things about manga. But first, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. You're probably wondering, what is this podcast I stumbled on? And more importantly, what is Spirekin? Well, Spirekin is some podcast that provides informative reviews about connectively enhanced narratives. What the hell does that mean? Well, every episode we talk about one or two manga titles and we tell you the pros and cons about it. How the art style is, the characters are, the overarching plot, and if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to do anything that I, my co-host, say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. You can find any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com and our other podcasts, including the Spirekin Movie Review, Spirekin Game Review, Spirekin Con Review, and all the other podcasts at www.spirekin.com. That's S-P-I-R-A-K-N. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Tumblr, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and various other social media sites. Just type in Spirekin, I guarantee you find us. Like us, follow us, comment on us, and if you want to do something really cool... Go to tinyurl.com forward slash helpzan, X-A-N, not Z-A-N, so H-E-L-P-X-A-N. Click that link and leave a comment on Apple Podcasts and give a rating for our show. I would appreciate it greatly. It's almost a tip in the tip jar because we don't charge for anything for this podcast so far. I want to keep doing that because I love doing it. And every comment I see gives me a little bit of a happy feeling in my chest. It gives me enough fuel to keep going. Because I love reading manga, I love reviewing manga, and I want to just keep doing the best I can for you guys and for myself as well. But now I'm getting sappy and weird, so let's get to it, shall we? Because we're here to talk about manga, and the manga we're talking about today is pretty engaging and intriguing, and it's actually about manga itself. But before that, let's talk about the manga releases for the week. So for yesterday, January 7th, we had several manga the big one that came out was Akashiki Record of Bastard Magic Instructor, Volume 8. An Incurable Case of Love, Volume 2. Anonymous Noise, Volume 18. I've heard a lot of good things about Anonymous Noise. Has anyone read it yet? I'm going to put it on the wheel of manga, but we're going to see. After read it from Commonplace to World's Strongest Zero, Light Novel, Volume 2, the manga. Bake Monogatari, the manga, Volume 2. Black Clover, Volume 19. Daytime Shooting Star, Volume 4. Demon Slayer Kimitsu no Yaiba, Volume 10. Dr. Stone, Volume 9. Dungeon Builder, The Demon King's Labyrinth is a Modern City, the manga, Volume 1. Grand Blue Dreaming, Volume 9. I really need to get to that one. It's been on the wheel. I have the mangas. I've read it. Eventually, I'll get to it. Hopefully, it's spun this week. We're going to see. You have Haikyuu, Volume 36. Kaguya-sama, Love is War, Volume 12. Magic User Reborn in Another World is a Max Level Wizard, The Light Novel, Volume 1. Mushoku Tensei, Jobless Reincarnation, The Light Novel, Volume 4. I've heard mixed about that series, but we're going to see when I get to it. My Room is a Dungeon Rest Stop, The Manga, Volume 1. 
Snow White with the Red Hair, Volume 5. Tales of Berseria, Volume 2. The Promised Neverland, Volume 13. And finally, Tomo-chan is a Girl, Volume 6. Some very unique titles, some great titles. A lot of them we've actually reviewed on the podcast. And the ones that I'm actually most excited for are Maruma's a Dungeon Rest Stop, the manga. I'm just, it sounds like it is a kind mixed with a, well, I don't know. It's just a, confusing. It's like, is it just a magical portal? Is it like Restaurant to Another World? We'd have to wait and see. You had Dungeon Builder, the Demon King's Labyrinth is a Modern City. I'm guessing that's like all those old Dungeon Builder, Dungeon Lore games. So I want to see how that is. And like I said, um, I'm intrigued by Anonymous Noise. Haven't read it. I do want to see it. So what are the mangas that you guys are interested in? Leave me a note at Spirekin on Twitter or on the website. Just leave me a show note or comment in the YouTube channel. Let me know what you guys think, what you're interested in, which manga you want to get to. And so, now that we've done that, talk about the manga that's been released. Let's talk about the manga of the day. Because if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. It tends to be there viewing a manga that was written by Honda. Not the car company, the mangaka. And Honda is very mysterious. No one knows if Honda's a boy or a girl. We don't know. A lot of the demographic is shown in in Jose, so I'm thinking it's a girl. Not sure, but Honda-san has written stuff like uh, this manga. Uh, Hoshi Tonde, a Jose Slice of Life School Life movie, book, manga. You have Yameru Hoshi Yoriai wo Komete, which comes out this week in Japan. So that it's about a cop who gets a best friend who's like a little creature that heals him whenever they're close together, like a stuffed animal. Very weird, but I'm engaged and intrigued. Have to wait and see, though. So, But yeah, so relatively interesting mangaka. This manga is published by Media Factory, but brought over here by Yen Press. There are two volumes out right now. Uh, the demographic is Shoujo. There are four volumes. Came out uh, August 2015 to March 2019. There's an anime series, and it is a comedy biographical story. Also, I could say it's a, almost a, a group of essays in a weird way. And the manga we're talking about is Gaikotsu Shotenin Honda-san, or as we have it in English, Skullface Bookseller Honda-san. Now, essentially, have you ever wondered what it's like to work in a bookstore? This is a first-hand account from those front lines. What do I mean? Well, this is an autobiographical work where Honda talks about their life working in a bookstore after 10 years and all the insanity that has to deal with it, all the insane customers and all the weird things that have happened. From dealing with the average customer wanting a recommendation, the insanity that is Fidoshi's, Publishers trying to push their merchandise on them, and even the insanity that is working overtime. This manga covers all these aspects and shows a very interesting look into the life of someone who works in a bookstore. From a real point of view, and it points even says, hey, if you thought it'd be cool to work in a bookstore, even after reading that first chapter, here, it gets even worse. And it's about Honda-san dealing with all these other customers, and more importantly, all the other employees that work with Honda-san. And one interesting aspect, which I kind of recommended with this and explained, is that Honda-san is not drawn as a girl, not drawn as a boy, no. 
Honda-san is drawn as a skeleton who's wearing a work apron and pants and a shirt. And all the employees are done like this in a very ambiguous style where you can kind of guess if they're male or female, but you're not entirely sure. Because reading the dialogue in the context, you can kind of hint and think that Honda-san is maybe a girl, but we don't really know. And all the characters are very different. Like, you have Honda-san's boss, who is French armor. She's wearing a suit of armor, uh, a helmet. You have Honda-san's best friend, Paper Bag, who's wearing a paper bag on his head. You have Gas Mask, who's in charge of all the Kodansha manga. You have the very strange, uh, what's it called? Uh, I want to say Kobochi, but it's... Oh, here it is. Uh, it is Bandages, who's in charge of all the BL. You have Jack-O-Lantern, who's in charge of all V-Jump stuff. Obviously Shonen Jump. You have Motorcycle Helmet, who's in charge of the Overnight. And then you have Ko-Mote, who is the weirdo. And it's just anecdotal little things of going on. And all the stuff that happens when you're working in a bookstore. Some of it's just crazy, some of it's fun, a lot of it's dealing with foreigners who are coming in asking for random things, and that's all I can really say about it without spoiling too much, because it is like a gag comic where you're just like, uh-huh, and then this happened, uh-huh, and then this happened. It isn't a story with an overarching plot. It's simply just anecdotal little one-shots that explain working in a bookstore and all the insanity that occurs. For example, like one of them that I mentioned, is that an old man comes in who wants to look for a manga for his granddaughter, but it's got to be in French. So Honda-san has to talk to all of his co-workers and ask them where what's a good recommendation. And they give him recommendations, but make sure it's translated in French. They have to go to our language department. And eventually, Honda-san finds a book which is okay, but this old man's kind of creepy looking. And says, merci, in a very disturbing way. There's an entire chapter devoted to the day before holiday because before holiday, that's when you get all the releases that are going to happen that week because nothing is going to be released on the holiday. So you get a backlog of publishing stuff and you have to release those as priority. Meanwhile, you have all of your stuff coming in. You have all the things that have to go out. You have the difference between periodical releases, so like Shonen Jump, all the magazines. Then you have Tankobans being released. Then you have, of course, Honda-san, who's in charge of American releases. So we're talking about our graphic novels that are in color and super heavy. So insanity occurs. <coughs> Sorry, I got a little bit of a blah in my mouth. I'm going to blow my nose. Excuse me. Should edit it out, but I'm not going to because I want to show that I'm a real person, not just a figment of people's imaginations. It's intriguing to see how it works. And also Honda, whatever engagement happens, he has to deal with all the different worries of dealing with an insane customer. Making sure that he can decipher the vague prompts that each client gives him. Hopes that he doesn't turn the shopper off from the selection. More point that if you have an English speaker, Honda can't speak English very well. So he's got to get by with his kind of shitty English. And just hopefully after each sale, the person is satisfied with the experience and isn't just going to walk out and just have a horrible experience and hate him or her. So to put it in a good way, this is a lot of inside baseball. What I mean is that this is all the background stuff that most people don't talk about in mangas. We're talking about interest in publishing industry, the interaction with booksellers, 
how shipments are processed, uh, why things have to be released on a street date and can't be released before a street date. A lot of readers and manga fans don't consider that when they go buy their manga. We just go to the store, buy it, and that's it. But it's a whole process. And this manga kind of relishes in doing that. And a lot of people don't care about that. I think that's going to be a little bit of a detriment for this manga because it is a lot of stuff which... If you're not a manga fan or not a book fan, you're not going to get it. If you never worked in retail, you're not going to get it. I was reading this with Greta, and Greta was like, yeah, this is a little too much like me at work. I don't want to read this, because it is a lot of stress of being at work. And But they're very similar to what a lot of us in retail, or because I don't work in retail anymore, but when I did work in retail, you, could, you have these shared experiences. And working in a bookstore, especially, you have all these craziness that happens. Now, I could go further into this, but I think you'd have to see it for yourself. Now, the art style is kind of sketchy, let's be honest, which is a little weird. Some scenes are very detailed. Some look like they were just drawn really half-assed. Like, the big quality is the design of the masks and the faces. They're very well done. Honda-san is a skull. He is drawn as a skeleton, so you see all the little... Like, the, you see all the bones, you see when there's a background shot, you see the back of the jaw. And that's really in-depth, and it's just a great drawing itself. All the different masks are well done. Um, when they get to the actual publishers, all the publishers just have a piece of paper on their face with the name of their company. So, Katakawa is there, and maybe Shuisha is there. Of course, omitted, because the whole joke is that everything isn't given exactly legitimately so like they're recommending a manga like utina it's ut dot na or uh shingeki no kyo shingek no kyojin so we know what it is if you're able to put it together you can one of the best parts is that there's a 40 year old manga fan needs something awesome and what does hanasan recommend to them hentai common i loved it it was great it's like Oh my god, they're talking about hentai common. The actual quote, I'll read it right now. On the manga is, uh, where is it? Here it is. Because he hates giving recommendations, and the guy is like, I'm looking for something which is, uh, he's around 40, American, pre-exposed to shonen manga, he can read Japanese but needs furigana for kanji, and he loves reading manga. So he gives him, he's like, I got this manga, that it's a superhero story. The main character unlocks superhero strength when he puts panties on his head. He goes around being bad guys mostly naked. It has a live action adaptation too. And you see, it's hentai common with just a bar across his face. And he's like, I love it. I'm buying it definitely. And just, I love seeing obscure manga that's really strange. Published and drawn perfectly in a manga. I gotta say. there's It's well done. The manga titles that they actually show when they're showing, like... Obviously, it's Tezuka, but they're not going to use Tezuka, but the design work is on point. So the art style is great, and it's got some great just usage of, well, the, the very sketchy artwork works really well to show the best comedic effect. Like, at one point, they're trying to lift up Honda-san's shipment, which is American graphic novels and you see them lift up and they break their back and you see all of them have the back break and just it's just adds for the comic element and the effect of it it's hard to explain i'm usually i'm not this in depth but i'm trying to be a little more in depth for this because this is a 
unique manga that Yen Press has released for us. So we talked about that. We've talked about the design, the story. Best character is obviously, we're going to say Paper Bag, because Paper Bag is crazy. Paper Bag is just wearing paper bag on his head. Gas Mask is kind of creepy looking. And if you watch the girl who's wearing the Plague Mask, she is totally like a real person. She's the, the type of girl that gets shit done. I didn't talk much about her, but when her publisher doesn't send her her books or tries to screw her over, she calls a publisher and the publisher starts crying. It's not the, oh, publisher's going to make me do whatever I want. No, the publisher is her bitch. So, that is that. And, overall, this manga is one which is relatable. It's got great comedy to it. It's a little bit sentimental. And, most importantly, it's about someone who takes pride in their work, loves it, and wants to connect with people with something that they love, and it works well. And this is just something that goes into it where it's not about the dealing with, oh, what evil demon. No, this is just regular relationships and, you know, just interactions with real people. And I gotta say, that's really well done. It's something refreshing for this manga, even for its weird premise of, it's a skeleton selling books. No, it's more than that. It's about... Dealing with customers, enjoying your your job, and just being there. Now, I was going back and forth on this, but I gotta give this a really, really, really fucking cool. It's a manga which is well done. It's a little weird and a little strange, and to be honest, some people won't like it. Some people won't get it. They'll be bored by the in-house, uh, the backroom talk and the showing of how the sausage is made. But... If you want to give it a chance, I guarantee you'll like it and you'll find it to be hysterical, memorable, and more importantly than that, a great addition to any manga collection. It's currently available. It's out. There's two volumes out. I found mine at Barnes & Noble's, both of them right next to each other, and they're recommended by Barnes & Noble's because it's like, if you ever want to work in a bookstore, read this manga. And I love that that is the recommendation they had for it because this is 100% true. If you've read uh, Skull... Facebook seller Honda-san, and you agree or disagree, email me, zanspirekin.com. Let me know what you think. And so, before I forget, the random question of the day is going to be, have you ever worked in a bookstore before? For me, yes, I have. A long time ago, I worked in a bookstore called Walden Books. They no longer exist. And I gotta say, that was an interesting, weird, and crazy time in my life. And also, that was probably the only boss that made me cry. Which is, and it's hard to make me cry if it's not about something like someone dying. It's like this a brutally horrific boss. But I did enjoy that job. It was unique and memorable. Got stories upon stories about it. So, anyway, remember you can check out any of our early episodes at www.sparker.com. You can email me personally at We are on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts and various other social media sites. Just type in Spirekin, S-P-I-R-A-K-E-N. I guarantee you'll find us in one way or another. So, now I've got that out of the way. Let's get to the part you've all been waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. The Wheel of Manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on. What I've done is I've assigned a manga to each of the slots, and we're going to spin that wheel. Whatever number it lands on, that's what we're reviewing the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review. 
episode 351. And I'm excited to see what we're going to see. So let's spin it. Number six. And so the manga that we're reviewing is a... Okay, this is another long title. I'm guessing it's based on a light novel because of the obnoxious title. But The Alchemist Who Survived Now Dreams of a Quiet City Life. I'm intrigued. I don't know what it's about. I'm assuming it's about an alchemist who survives. Maybe nuclear blast or, or just a magic blast. I don't know. We'll see. So I guess that's it for this episode. Uh, guys, girls, ladies, gentlemen... Thank you for listening to this podcast, continuing to support us, and I hope that you're doing well. Hope you're doing great. More importantly, keep reading manga. This has been your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time. Do you know what we am that's the